Bewilderment. My heart sank. She'd pegged me as a lonely, tragic single mother. Was it the pinstripes? Did they look desperate? Or was it just my face? Who will you practice the techniques with? She persisted. Oh God, the interview techniques. Eye contact and firm handshakes and how to command a room. Oh, I didn't know you were supposed to bring a partner. I assumed the tutor would pair us up. Judy snorted. Oh, you're a hoot. I felt like a schoolgirl, shrinking against the wall bars in the gym because nobody had chosen me. I should have probably left right then. The idea of me with a proper job was farcical anyway. But Murray would know I'd bottled it if I arrived home two hours early and would raise a knowing eyebrow at my pathetic little bid for independence. Suit yourself. Anyway, it looks like Steve's late again. She hopped off her stool. Come on, Tom, let's get started. She shot him a challenging look, as though she was about to start firing questions at him. When's the last time you led a team to a successful outcome or some such horror? Maybe we should wait, said Tom. No, we can at least start the greasing up process. She slipped off her shoes and walked over to the other side of the room, where I now noticed there was a large plastic sheet laid out on the floor. Tom squatted down at her feet with a resigned sigh and unscrewed a jar of Vaseline. Do it properly, said Judy, or the plaster could tear my skin off. I whipped round to look at the other couple. Molly was twisting green pipe cleaner and card leaves into the man's hair, her tongue protruding in concentration. I jumped down from the stool, my sensible court shoes clacking loudly on the floor. I've got the wrong class, I announced to nobody in particular. Oops, I'll just go now. Oh, nice one, Janie. All dressed up in your pinstripes and you can't even book an evening class. This is the art of love said Jodie. An art workshop, she went on slowly, for couples every Tuesday. She flicked a glance down to my feet and up again. Bring your own bottle. Right. I wanted to slap her, standing there with her nice, dull, megadeth husband and her air of entitlement, but I nodded politely. See you then. Stay, said a voice. I turned, a man stood before me, his forehead beaded with rain or sweat, unstrapping a wide across-the-shoulder bag. I wondered for a moment if I'd met him before. Short, dark hair, mussed up into a peak in the middle, boyish around the mouth, but lined around the eyes. Glasses with square black frames. No, he must just have one of those faces. My legs felt heavy suddenly, aching to sit down again. Hi, I'm Steve. You're welcome to stay. This is my class. He had a trace of a northern accent, from Leeds or Sheffield perhaps, exotic here in Newtown, Edinburgh. He was taking off his jacket now, a cracked brown leather jacket, which rattled as he threw it over a stool. N no, really. We're doing a couple. A couple? The Smiths have dropped out. Oh, well, if the Smiths have dropped out. I took the form out of my bag. Um, I was looking for 
how to write a killer CV and ace that interview? He peered at it and shook his head, frowning. That's C-808. That runs from November the 6th. This is C-806, the art of yes, yes, I know. The admin staff aren't the best. They can't work the new website. Sorry about that. It's fine, honestly. I'll... He gestured towards Jody and Tom, cutting me off mid-fluster. His hands seemed too big for his body, white and knuckly. We're just playing around with materials today. Would you like to stay? Sorry, I didn't catch your name. Janie. He looked me straight in the eye then, and something happened. It was though there'd been a buzzing in the room, through my body, my mind, so constant that I hadn't noticed it. For months, years, a whole weary lifetime maybe, and he'd just flicked a switch and turned it off.